0: hello everyone and welcome to Injected podcast where we are injecting
1: positive vibes into all of our lives hiya hello hi everyone make sure that you leave us a five-star review on apple podcast and spotify and make sure you use the hashtag Injected podcast on twitter and other channels
0: your hello was so polite then.
1: Yeah, I know. I was like, why have I sound <laughs> why I sound posh? <laughs> you know, I like to change it up. But I'm multifaceted. <laughs> that sounded like your um, you know, when you have hello. to switch up your telephone voice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm, just I'm Alexandra.
1: <laughs> um, I'm Diana. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So yeah, how's everyone doing this week? I'm good. Uh well this morning I just had a bit of a nightmare with I've just been very unorganised this morning, but I'm at home and feeling relaxed now. Um but this weekend I had a really good weekend. I went to the Tate Modern and I saw a few things. So I saw the Infinity Mirrors exhibition. Um which I have been trying to book for how long? Since um, <laughs> January
0: <laughs> and
1: it's sold out
0: until the end of september
1: you need but to yeah. find find a guy but who will ex- buy
0: a tape membership for you I, d- I don't i don't have i don't i haven't got no guy who has 126 pounds spending <laughs> on a tape membership for two
1: people mm. <laughs> fyi <laughs> <laughs> we'll find you one we'll find you one um no i'm good but yeah good. i went to um, that what
0: i'm taking a break from men so oh
1: okay right let, let me know about that in, in a sec but the infinity mirrors were really cute really pretty you don't get that long inside you get like about two minutes and then they kick you out
0: <laughs> because, I'm guessing because of the time slots because of just how yeah the cute how it is um but yeah. it's crazy like it's because that's been fully that's been fully sold out like every time because I heard of it from a colleague and I heard about it from someone else and I was like oh well actually I would like to see that and then Mm. just it's always been sold out and literally yeah it's crazy it's it's actually crazy just how and I I really don't think that that they sell many like tickets just for um non-members you know because they get they get they get more money if more people take out memberships mm. um and book on to see it so like literally that's what they do and that's what they do when it's when they has got really popular exhibitions because they used to do it at the design museum but like, i wasn't here at the mm. time but um when we had like the design museum had um, a Kubrick, ex- um, Stanley Kubrick exhibition um, before I had started. And that apparently was so hectic, sold out every day. Like the shop was just hectic. Like there'd be mm. lines, queues everywhere just for people to buy all the merch from the shops and stuff, which I can understand. Cause like Kubrick, um, I'm sure like Stanley Kubrick merch would be so cool mm. and stuff like that. Um, um uh, for people who don't know Stanley Kubrick is a film director I want to say um a mm. film producer um and he's produced films like um A Clockwork Orange um and stuff like that. Um mm. uh, so he's a bit yeah. of a weird one. A yeah, a weird one. But I, I read A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Did you?
1: What when you were <laughs> yeah, young? I read it. Oh my god. Yeah, when the I was in film- like, school times. The film is so creepy. Like, I watched that. Yeah. I think I must have been about 15, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching?
0: It's so fucked up. (laughs) I went to try and watch the film, but we I didn't get to watch it properly, and I didn't want to watch it by myself. But I read the book. Um, Yeah, very, very fucked up. Um, (laughs) And quite interesting as well. But basically, my dad used to say... Yeah, this is like probably when I was in year nine and year 10. My dad used to say how, oh, he would always say, make comments saying I look like something out of a clockwork orange. Cause you know, sometimes <sighs> when I was younger, cause I basically, when I was younger, I had a purple bowler hat and sometimes sometimes <laughs> when i would play with makeup you know sometimes you just play with makeup on facebook and i would uh, and face paint and i'll just like kind of put lines on my face and do kind of like tribal <laughs> tribal lines on my face and my dad and my dad told me one time i did it and i took pictures and my dad told me i looked like something from a clockwork orange and i was like what and he was just like yeah he was like go look it up go look it up i looked it up and fair enough i kind of did and because i used Insulting. to wear so i had the purple I had the purple bowler hat And I also had some purple Doc Martens When I bought those Doc Martens My dad shouted at me um, You must have and- looked like uh,
1: Some sort of like mod Or like
0: some yeah, sort of Fucking so like he-
1: 19 19- 50s yeah, so basically my dad
0: shouted at me for buying Doc Martens and told me only mods wear them and only racists wear them. <laughs> and he like, and look, you no, I can't, and I can't blame him for shouting at me because obviously for him historically being chased and hunted down by mods, like, mm. okay, yeah, that's what you're going to associate Doc Martens with. And, um, but I just feel like it's such a shame. Like at me at 15, 14 15 i saved up my money and i decided i want these dot martin boots they're purple they're cute mm-hmm. and then i refused to wear them because my dad said that racists were all them and <laughs> i didn't wear them until i was in uni but Aww. i didn't like and um and as well and that was something that i spoke about when it was black square summer like mm. i spoke about like you know what one another thing about kind of just being black like I got shouted at for buying Doc Martens, boots that everyone is wearing now. Mm. But when I bought them before everyone was wearing them, my dad shouted at me for for having them. And then I couldn't wear them, like wear some boots that I really liked. Mm. Um, and like, obviously my, and I had friends who like, we all had, no, not we all, a couple of us, we had mm. that kind of quirky style and personality. I couldn't even wear some boots that I liked because it, it for me, I felt ashamed that I'd spent money on something that mm. apparently racist war. Mm. and um, that and that was just something that I was just like that and that and it took me a very long time, like from fourteen years old to when I'm in my second year of university. That is a very long time to not wear <laughs> to not wear some boots because you feel yeah. ashamed that you spent your money on them.
1: They last right. a long time though that like I, m- I've got the same pair that yeah. I had when I was 15 now and they're still in really good condition yeah like well which I is mean, crazy they're in
0: very good condition because I didn't wear them for five yeah. years so <laughs> <laughs> like literally I went to uni one day and I wore them and then like everyone was like complimenting me like oh those new docks those new and I was like no I've had these since I was like 14 and then everyone was like what why have you never worn them and it's like well I I, I was ashamed to wear them <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't explain that because everyone on my course was white anyway but um, mm. <laughs> like but yeah just like it was it was just that sort of thing and it's just crazy just that was something that I pointed out pointed out you No, know what growing up black I felt ashamed for wearing a pair of boots that I really really liked and I yeah. I saved up my money to buy them and I refused to wear them and then another black girl from my uni she actually messaged me um and she said oh my god i had the same experience where her granddad shouted at her for wearing them and because of the same same reason (laughs)
1: it's kind of sad
0: but then but can you imagine like being chased down and hunted down and kicked it and like and having their heads kicked in like i'm not surprised that they're
1: not traumatized it's a bit mad in it because i feel like a lot of our dads have have similar stories because my dad sorry he's um I don't think he's the same generation as your dad, but he got chased by um British National Party, like around East London and stuff. Mm. that's where he grew up. So he was chased. It's like, when do you white people ever stop chasing? Like <laughs> mm. exactly. I'm guessing they're still now, doing it now. The football games.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're still doing it now. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy because as well, similar it's similar stories um, from my uncles as well. Like yeah. my, um, I have an uncle who um, is like a black belt in Taekwondo and stuff like that. I'm like, mm. um, I think a lot, my mom used to do judo and stuff as well. And she got to a brown belt until some white guy went and beat her up. Like because he was basically, he was a black belt, but he used to wear his brown belt, but his brown belt because he didn't want to fight other black belts. <gasps> so so he beat and, up a woman? so one day because my mom was a brown belt and he was wearing his brown belt one day like so he went to fight her and he beat her up and it's just oh like oh my god but he he was actually a black belt and I, and then she didn't go back after that yeah that so... takes the <laughs> piss what the fuck yeah and she, she didn't go back but um yeah like i have an uncle who's like a black belt and um i think he's a sensei in taekwondo because
1: oh uh, because he went they started doing martial arts because yeah, the of the same races with my dad's family like they they all did self-defense when they were younger and yeah. um i don't know what it was they did some sort of like kickboxing and um, fighting kind yeah. of shit um but i guess that's what you got to do in it but it's, it's, it's nice. really interesting though because like when you kind of talk
0: to like parents and uncles and stuff and you actually realize oh wait you, you could do martial arts and mm. it's because they had to be able to do some kind of be able to defend themselves in some way because even like so i've heard a story from one of my uncles where they said oh yeah so yeah your uncle had to warn these people like he has to warn people three times before he does anything because Mm. it's like you could like he can seriously injure someone So like when people Come to mess He has to warn them Look I'm a black belt Black belt in Taekwondo And he has to do it Three times before He goes to beat them up Oh my god
1: Basically <laughs> um, I love that That's yeah. like That's like superhero powers I love it Yeah I
0: wish I could do that And even thinking So this is just On the top of my head Just going mm. back to Storm Skater it's, I feel like we mentioned Storm Skater every week I love it <laughs> I love it uh, Listen back to our episode With Storm Skater But like even thinking About how her dad um, is, is a mm. kickboxer And mm. Um, is a kickboxer sensei and like and that's how um, and she she was brought up doing kickboxing by her dad and I'm pr- and like I'm probably sure it's probably similar reasons as how mm. her dad probably got into kickboxing um,
1: yeah, yeah yeah I don't I when I was a child I didn't get chased by white people neither did my brother or anything like that but Mm-mm. I remember it's in it's school swell. I guess we're a
0: different generation though, isn't it?
1: yeah yeah like to be getting hunted like down maybe <laughs> <laughs> we're getting hot <hunted laughs> down online cyber stalking cyber yeah yeah <laughs> But
0: um,
1: I remember one time in school this boy um, I was in primary school we were playing like I don't know like some sort of chasing game and this boy he chased after me but like was coming at me with some vim cuz i accidentally ripped his shirt while we were all playing like tag or something he chased after me mm. jumped on my neck and started strangling me in front of what probably trigger fuck? warning he started strangling me and the dinner lady had to get him off of me <laughs> and it's something i think about every no. now and then. like if wow. that is not internalized <laughs> wow. hatred it, i like i don't know what it, like thinking back it's like why are you treating like me his like a ancestors, man clearly like they mm why are you treating me like, why are you treating me like an animal? Like, I don't understand. That's fucking scary. I mean, they treat mm. their animals better, so. Yeah, treat like, their dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Remember. And then I looked at this guy's Facebook the other day and he's got two children. I thought, oh, good luck. <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, we spoke about this as well the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, if we have time for that we'll get on to it but, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> we might um, talk about it
0: another day but um yeah yeah i guess
1: back so this exhibition that i went to i was reading reading like the signs that they have in the museums about it and um apparently like she got her inspiration a lot from um i think she she um signed herself into like a hospital um due to her mental health problems the mm-hmm. um Artist, she's from Japan, and that's where she got all of, a lot of her inspiration from, which I found really interesting because a lot of artists are are like troubled and have like really severe mental health problems. That like a lot of the legends, mm-hmm. and like after that exhibition, I went to the surrealism one that's on at the Tate. I think the last day is on the 29th, so um, yeah, hopefully they, they do it again because it's so interesting. Like a lot of the pieces of art were made by people who. Have been through like a lot of trauma, um, a lot of art, like the big artists as well that have been through a lot of trauma, or, um, they were inspired to create the pieces because it reminded them of like certain, um, adversities that they were basically dealing with. So, like, um, like racism and capitalism and all mm. of like the roots of a lot of the problems was the reason that they created a lot of pieces of art. So, I just found that interesting because I feel like a lot of the, um, museums now are feeling like they have to be a bit inclusive and they have to Definitely. really tell the real stories but and it's I so good. I don't mind it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, like, It makes me enjoy it's it. Like
0: Yeah, I'm glad that they're, that they're telling more stories and mm. stuff because it's just like, why have we not been he- hearing these stories? Why have we not been seeing it? And it's like, if something's to come from Black Square Summer, at least like mm. we can see something, you know, we can actually
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really interesting. So, yeah, maybe I'm just a museum girl now, you know. It's <coughs> a fun lifestyle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> museum girl. I mean,
0: I know I know why you're a museum girl, but you know, I'm not <laughs> out your business. But um <laughs> what
1: yeah, what have you been up
0: to? Tell us, tell us about your yeah. life. So, I was in Scotland over the weekend. I went to Aberdeen. Mm. Um But I find it I was actually I thought it was really funny because we got the train to Paris. Yeah. And I got on
1: a flight to Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) But trains to Scotland they take ages, don't they? There's not like good enough routes, yeah. The trains
0: to Scotland were more expensive, seven seven to eight hours long. Mm. Um and then the flight was an hour to an hour and a half, both both times it just was an hour. Mm. Um and it was a bit cheaper. I just spent a little bit more money to go from Heathrow because I live next door to Heathrow. Mm-hmm. And like it was just so easy. I hopped on the bus, got my flight. You know what? I didn't need my passport. You didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Oh yeah. It's I didn't in need the my passport. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I thought they would check it or something. Yeah. But no, I didn't yeah. I didn't need my passport at all. I literally like coming back, I went to my flight was at um eight um yeah 855 i went to the airport got to the airport at 10 past 8 and <laughs> 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 literally just went through security and then the gate was open and i just got mm. on the plane like literally it was so it was so easy and as soon as as soon as i landed coming back literally i just i um yeah just finally got off the plane went through then I was checked oh what time is the bus coming it said the one was coming in five minutes so I was just like okay let me try and quickly get to the bus stop because mm. the next bus was going to be another half an hour Um, and yeah and I managed to just hop on the bus and just I was mm. home in in 20, 20 minutes like it's so yeah, good so it was very it was a nice transition but um, yeah it was Aberdeen was really good like so uh, me and my friend Um, Basically It's her final year In Aberdeen She's studying medicine And um, Yeah So it's her final year there So I thought like You know I better take myself there again And just Mm. so you know like i can say at least i've been to scotland twice Mm. (laughs) to visit (laughs) to visit my friend in scotland so um yeah and we went and did all sorts we literally like so i was only there for two days but like saturday literally we set off early we were we were Mm. in the car like half nine quarter ten set off early we went to see like (laughs) How many castles we saw like three castles um Aww. we did like a mini like we did a mini like hike we did a, a couple of walks we did a mini kind of hike slash climbing mm. <laughs> because we wanted to see a waterfall and the waterfall was kind of hidden behind so then we might so we climbed through like some rocks saw the waterfall then we climbed up the waterfall not mm. like the the, alongside the waterfall and then did like a mini kind of excursion hike because we didn't want to kind of slide back down the waterfall <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we climbed up it went through and did a mini like hike trying to figure out which <laughs> which way to go to try and find the trail to loop us back mm. around so then we could get on to our next destination um, but yeah it was really good and then on Sunday we went beach hopping just went to see a few beaches closer closer to Aberdeen. Um and yeah, and then there was and then one of the the final beach we went to there was a castle there, like mm. an old castle. And I was just thinking like, just everything about Scotland. Oh, and we went to see some pyra- the pyramids. There's some pyramids oh God, in pyramids. Aberdeen in in Scotland. I did yeah. know that. But they're not as fun. They're pyramids mm. for the royal family. <laughs> So yeah, we went to Balmoral, which is in the Crown, where the Queen goes every they go to Scotland mm. and go to Balmoral, that estate. So we went there and then they've got pyramids. And basically we just saw Prince um what's the name? Prince Albert's Pyramid. Um because we didn't want to go see the rest of them. We just wanted to see a pyramid. Mm, just one. <laughs> so, yeah, we just wanted to see one. Um yeah, so it was it was good. We had some good weather as well on on Saturday. But yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But, um,
1: yeah. That's nice. it was really good.
0: Yeah, and it was nice just kind of doing some like walks, hikes and just climbing and stuff. And yeah, and just being near, like being near the sea as well, mm. even though it's cold, but it's like, it was just nice to be near the sea. Yeah. Um, i yeah. mu- like the a pink museum babe the... You're now a nature babe <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah I mean I love it because it's like because this is the sort of stuff that I used to do at school and that yeah and it's like oh I actually like miss doing doing this type, sort of things because like mm. at school we used to do like go on trips and do gorge walking and like I did sea traversing one time <laughs> 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 and like kayaking and canoeing and stuff all the time and um yeah. And I enjoy, I quite enjoy doing this thing. So yeah, it was fun. Nice. And that, yeah, that pink
1: castle looks so cute.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so like, that was the highlight of my trip. Definitely. Cause like, <laughs> it's just even just not just because it was pink, but like the whole architecture of the castle, there were these mm. small windows. Yeah. And I, I was saw like, them Oh windows. my gosh, cute. look at the small, win- like these windows. Oh my God. Like they're so <laughs> cute. And, and uh, I was just like, yeah I was just, oh my gosh just the castle just is beautiful it's just mm. a beautiful yeah just everything about it was just so lovely and like even how like they had some curved curved parts of the wall and then like they had some like kind of step parts on the roof and whatever yeah this I was just very yeah that castle beautiful definitely definitely a highlight mm. <laughs> and usually waterfalls would be my, would be a highlight of a trip for me but no, nah, mm. the the castle yeah Cute. it was good yeah. So that was fun. Had an adventure, adventure time. Shall we get into it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. talk about the royal family. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so <laughs> part more more Platinum Jubilee Caribbean tour madness. I don't know why all the royals. <laughs> yeah, why they all the involved? All,
1: well, of all of
0: them there? Like, okay, we get Prince William and Kate, but okay, now we've got Prince Edward and Sophie. Um, we never they... hear of them.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't even know. I don't even know who Prince Edward is. Like, who he the came fuck to is my this? primary school. He just ran. I think. He, I think he's the. Um, <laughs> thingy of Essex what is it called the Wessex the, no the, the, of Essex the dukes of
0: Wessex yeah he's the duke Wessex of Essex is.
1: no but he's the Wessex. duke of Essex I'm reading it it says Wessex <laughs> no wait what so why the fuck did he come
0: I'm confused the, the duke and duchess they're called the Wessexes
2: that's I'm their name
0: it. the Wessexes yeah the duke and duchess so of why Wessex why the fuck did he come to my school because we were told that he was the duke but Wessex might, might be old time name for Essex
1: oh maybe oh it's a load of bollocks <laughs> in it it's a load of rubbish I'm sorry it's so funny because I kept saying Wessex know, and you were like no know, he it's came to Essex you.
0: they're called Essex <laughs> no 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 I'm reading it I was like why is your mouth doing that <laughs> you're saying the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry that mini argument needs to go in a promo <laughs> I'm stressed wait why there's just a W in front of Essex then yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it's the same,
0: like yeah. I'm just saying Wessex, like it sounds the same. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm stressed. Yeah. So it might just be old time, old time speak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you came to your school.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Like we had to wait for. In for Essex, shit. not in Wessex.
0: <laughs> yeah, in Essex.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So these lot. Actually, I want to... Before we get onto these lot... Dr. Shala was on Jeremy Vine... Doing what she she must always do... Which is just telling these people... Are you not embarrassed? Which I just fucking love her for that. And I just want to go onto this first... Because I just feel like it's very... (laughs) I just feel like it's actually hilarious how this is just coming back full circle. Like everything she yeah. was saying is just coming back full circle. So um, I, I'm going to see if I can kind of skip through this.
2: It's not ready to do the needful. What they're trying to do with this story is to recreate and bask in the glory of the British Empire. And these former colonized um, Caribbean nations are not having any of it. There are three things they need to focus on. And the royal family and this government is not ready to do that. And that's truth, reconciliation, and justice. Truth means acknowledging the ugliness and the, tr- uh, and the, the benefit, the wealth that he got off the backs of enslaved black people. Reconciliation starts with an apology with the royal families refusing to do. And justice is reparations. Reparations were given to the slave owners, but not to the enslaved. Preach. So this is what that's we're facts. talking about. Yeah. All of this, if they're not ready to do that, what the heck are they well, going there for? Yes. Let me tell you this. They say that they're going there mm-hmm. to celebrate the culture, future, and vibrancy of the islands. How insulting and disillusioned. Well, the the <laughs> okay. They don't need the royal family yeah, come to come celebrate them. <laughs> so I'm going to skip themselves. a little bit. Um, but... I feel that they've missed out for okay. so no so
0: this Is Angela Levin Okay So she's gonna She's a a royal expert expert. If If the whole
2: Thing is (sighs) cancelled If the whole thing Is cancelled It
0: means there's going To be an awful lot Of people who love The royal family Particularly love the queen And they will feel That they've missed out For no good reason Uh,
2: Angela Angela Are you not (laughs) embarrassed should be embarrassed. I mean, you, you should talk be talk me about this be a, this should I be a know. warm feeling for who and from whom. You talk about, well, there's there's don't a certain there's a certain, certain right thing at yeah. a certain time. Don't
0: tell me how I should feel.
2: You prioritise white supremacy.
0: Oh, and then they don't like it. So they don't like it when she brings up white supremacy. When she says that, they're all like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Close your mouth. don't start, don't start. Don't start before my knickers get in a twist. Don't say that word. So basically, Angela... (laughs) (laughs) So Angela Levin, um, I think I might have skipped past it when she said this, but she said that... that like the people in the Caribbean shouldn't be asking for reparations at the moment um, because There's a time we should and be. A they should be celebrating the Queen with a and this is quotations in Dr. Shola's caption. We should be celebrating the Queen with a glorious warm feeling, uh, <laughs> to which hmm. Dr. Shala responds: the Caucasity. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to show that because I feel like everything there mm-hmm. comes full circle so this being done before and today we're getting this news <laughs> about Prince Sophie Prince Edward and Sophie um so okay he- here's a tea Prince Edward and Sophie um decided that they would gift the Prime Minister of Saint Lucia um with... Assigned photograph of themselves <laughs> during their royal tour. Um, so
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, as well, but... who, who broke this news? It's uh, Nadine Wyatt again, the you yes, know, the journalist. Yes. And she made and it clear, she was like, and look at his face. And everyone looked at <laughs> who is it, the Prime Minister of St. Lucia's face, like it's hilarious. <laughs>
0: literally, we'll put it on our so story, I, hold on, I've got her tweet, I saved her tweets. Yeah, I just thought this was absolutely. Hilarious! Oh, there's a new Twitter space. Um, Kalechi said, we battle at dawn. Okay, <laughs> 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 I'm sure that will go until midnight. So we will get onto that as well, <laughs> and we're gonna get onto that subject soon. Soon enough. Anyway, yeah, Nadine Nadine White. Prince Edward and Sophie mocked for tone-deaf gift of signed photo to St. Lucia Prime Minister. From earlier commentators have condemned the Wessex's jester as narcissistic, tone-deaf, and insulting, who claims that their present would make a lovely ashtray. Um <laughs> so, I just find this whole this whole Palava. Let's just call it a palava. Mm. I just find this whole palava of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee Caribbean tour absolutely hilarious because it doesn't matter who the fuck you send to these Caribbean countries. <laughs> like you're going to insult everyone and people are going to start asking for their reparations. How dare you? How dare you go to Saint Lucia and gift the prime minister with a signed photo of yourselves? Like you're a main royal as well Who are you? No one knows who you are I <laughs> learnt of Prince Edward today We just learnt That they're called The Wessexes <laughs> Two minutes ago So like, I'm sorry like, oh, we, so we don't, like We don't know you We don't want nothing to do with you And it's actually We'll put it on our story But the photo of um the Prime Minister from St. Lucia with the with the photo <laughs> and he's looking and he's
1: looking at the camera like these damn
0: fools better get yeah. out of my face right now. Like <laughs> it's
1: actually. He hilarious. looks like he's in um get out the movie. <laughs> it's like what the fuck is going on? He looks on?
0: like he's ready. He looks like this is the look you get from your Annoyed parent Right before they Kiss yeah. your Kiss their teeth And they Throw that in your face Like <laughs> That's what he looks like And I'm so Like I just Yeah I just I Yeah I don't know I don't know how They can fuck up this tour Anymore like, Again literally and again had, And Like the thing is Is that Dr. Charlotte She was very right The day before To ask that woman Angela Levin are you not embarrassed? Because you're like, look at what your precious royal family are doing. Like, have they not read the news? They've seen what Harry, um, not Harry, what William and Kate have Mm. gone through in in Barbados? They They were in Jamaica, (laughs) Belize, and they they didn't go to Barbados. Bahamas, they were meant to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they've seen the mess that they've made. So why did they think it was... All right, and like the thing is, is that the royal family have a whole PR team. They have a whole like they they would get together to fight to figure out. Oh yeah, what gifts are we gonna give to the prime minister? A fucking framed photo signed by them. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Are you a celebrity? Are you gonna Are you gonna get up on stage and do performance like your you know, I don't know, whiskey burner Bernabeu- boy? No, Bob. M- no, Damian, Molly, like just someone who like is relevant to the Caribbean. Like, I mean. They're Jamaican. They're in St. Lucia right now. Like, I just like what culture? What, like, what are they celebrating by giving a photo of themselves to the prime? Like, what is the prime minister meant to do with a photo to white people?
1: Yeah, and also, I think their PR team are actually the ones that are clueless because they're they're the ones suggesting all of these things, and they're also Ooh. they were responsible for those pictures. You know, the pictures that were taken where the yeah. um, Jamaicans yes. were behind the fence. The PR team were the ones yeah. who took it. Okay. That was their photographer. It wasn't random press. Can I say something? Plot twist. Mm.
0: Maybe the PR's team are ops. Yeah, Maybe they're on our side. Maybe they are. Maybe they are Caribbean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've hired a, a token few black people to work for their PR team because they want to get it right and they're they're just going in there getting it wrong (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: let's 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 go um uh, who were they who were those kids there to see the footballer Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling yeah yeah let's go um what's the word ambush no what's the word gate crash let's go gate crash Raheem (laughs) Sterling's um photo op and because there's going to be a load of black kids there yes let's gate crash it oh but oh we're on the wrong side of the football chip pitch they're still in, their, <laughs> they're still in school Shit. and we're on the outside of their school like we're visiting them in a prison oh, oh, in uh, over, over, over. <laughs> like no literally I just yeah that PR team are ops they have come here mm. to, to ruin this family <laughs> and I fucking love it thank you very much thank you very much for bringing the decline of this royal family even further like I don't know what more they can do to embarrass themselves and to shit on themselves anymore. This royal family is not lasting. When when Lizzie is gone, this royal family is going mm. with it. It's going with her. She's taking she's taking her royal family to to like to her grave with her. Like she yeah, is. to the grave. What's Literally. gonna be funny? And they the better not bury her in any of those jewels, with any of those gem with, with any of those diamonds and stones and everything that she's stolen, and any of that gold that she's stolen. They better not bury her with any of that shit. Because I'm mm. sorry that that stuff that diamond and that crown needs to be returned back to South Africa. No, but yeah. what's going to
1: be funny though is seeing Charles and Camilla on their Caribbean. Surely they're going to be out on their Caribbean venture soon. They're, they're sending <laughs> I them don't all know. out. I, f-
0: I thought they purposely weren't sending them. Like I thought that was the whole plan. <laughs> like, but like I just don't. I don't know how they can fuck it up anymore. It's mm-hmm. actually embarrassing. Like, just like Dr. Shana said, are you not embarrassed? Like, I'm sorry. Like, they, they all very well should be embarrassed. And like, the thing is, is that, that Angela Levin, who was talking, like the woman looks like a dinosaur. Like she's clearly, like, <laughs> she's clearly, you know, you know, of her time, like very, she's, old, she's an older woman and i feel like this is the problem the only people who are interested in the royal family are are elder people and they have not moved with the times enough they think they think that a lovely a lovely gift to the prime minister of saint lucia would be a would be a signed picture of of (laughs) these two royal of these two royals like literally like you're not even like a main royal like you're not a William and Kate. You're not a Harry and Meghan. So like, why why would you we want a picture of who the fuck is Edward and Sophie? Like, <laughs> I've never heard of I them do, before today.
1: I think a lot of people though still do like the royal family. I think we're in our own little bubble here. <laughs> we're no, in an echo the, chamber. Th-
0: yeah, but the thing is, like I like like I said, the demographic of people who like the
1: royal family are a lot older. I and- think people our age like them though. Really? yeah just just not black people well, a few black people but like actual white people our age like the Queen they sing they love the national anthem like it's yeah well, th-
0: you can love the national anthem you know everybody loves the bit of gets I mean gigs yeah but
1: <laughs> even though <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah even though like that's that's uh, the alternative version I guess but yeah yeah but the, the thing is I feel like young people who like the royal family it's more of the the like the idea of it and the touristy part of it I feel like you know like when who was it, Dua Lipa who posted Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth when they were young on her Instagram when he died
1: Was it? A few people were doing that.
0: Yeah I feel like and then she got cussed or something um, yeah. you, you definitely told me about it. Anyway. Was uh, it Dua Lipa? I think, I think so but okay. like but the thing is is that like I feel like they like the royal family in that sense of oh look we've had these royals around how long and like oh they mm. were in love so young and they they like the, the fantasy side of it however mm. or they like the crown or, mm. <laughs> however <laughs> the people who <coughs> sorry like they they might not kind of come together and be like we need to get rid of the royal family no however they I feel like People our age, they they don't really care whether they're there or not. However, when you get the kind of royalists, they are they tend to be of the of the certain age group who are a lot mm. older, and who where uh, the royal family it means something a bit more to them than the fantasy of it. And oh, didn't they have such a cute love story like my grandparents? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah,
1: I feel like yeah, like the the more um, patriotic people are older, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah I, I, I don't feel like, think but
0: I don't think I don't... like say say Liz, when lizzie lizzie has gone yeah mm. I don't think like people our age are riding for Camilla and Charles
1: <laughs> I don't think they're riding for everyone, them but I would be surprised Diana. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if if people were like They wouldn't mind like... Kate and William yeah they would i think they'd like kate and william like even the other day like i saw someone on instagram like from my local area post it was the queen's birthday wasn't it and she posted a picture of the queen on her story and i just thought it's a bit random so there are like pockets (laughs) of people that (laughs) they may not be like um actual like royalists or whatever but they they still aren't for like yeah they're not anti-establishment it's it's lizzie they like
0: when Lizzie's gone then what like they're not riding for Charles and Camilla (laughs) they're not Mm. that's the thing yeah we'll see
1: what's gonna happen
0: yeah but anyway but then like regardless the the extreme royalists who still stand for what the royal family is about and clearly are running this PR Mm. (laughs) for this Caribbean (laughs) tour and they're clearly out of touch um. Yeah Like They're of a certain Demographic <laughs> Like clearly yeah. Um, yeah Regardless But I think No I think we're gonna see Change in our lifetime I do I I do
1: I guess Charles will die By the time we're a bit older <laughs> William <laughs> William will take the throne
0: <clears throat> But I feel like They've already been talking I thought like for years, how many years? I've been talking of the throne passing by Charles. Anyway, I thought that was just rumors, though. I thought that was a real thing. That's right, because that's why they're pushing, pushing William and Kate. That's why they can't stand that everyone preferred Harry and Meghan. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like how dare Harry marry someone with one drop of black in them? You know, because, <laughs> like, and how dare everyone prefer them to? You know, our, our white William and Kate, you know, yeah. our good British looking, mm. You know. British looking, <laughs> you know. That's why. That's why they're so pressed by it. Like when really it's like mm. we we all like who looks good, and that's why the royal family are so jealous of Meghan Markle <laughs> because, and that's why they were so jealous of Diana. Guys, watch The Crown. They are so jealous of Diana because she looks good, and all she has to do is blink twice, and the public are like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget, all the royals were
1: um, Pally Pally with Jimmy Savile. Go watch the mm. documentary. <laughs> I need to watch this. Cause my mum was talking to me about it last night. She was like, I'm actually so surprised by like the links that Jimmy Savile had with like the police and with the royal family. And Mad. I was thinking, maybe it's surprising at the time. But now looking at it, I feel like when I'm watching it, I'm not going to be shocked. I'm just going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the way it is. It and is? I'm just
0: gonna- I don't know you have to when you watch it you might be a bit shocked I was a bit like "Mm -hmm." Mm. but yeah Um, oh there was just another update as well from Nadine White Um, Antigua and Barbuda um, Prime Minister Gasson Brown has directly impressed upon Prince Edward and Sophie the importance of Britain paying slavery reparations to former colonies following their arrival in the the country for the Platinum Jubilee Tour so like literally every I'm sorry every country that the royal stepped um, touched down on we're shouting for reparations and it's not going to go away and Mm. you royalists um Angela Levin you can't be telling us that we shouldn't be asking it asking for it at this time this is the best time to be asking for it because why you royals want to be coming here doing up photo op no up yeah we're ready for reparations like the suggest end. a it's better the best time,
1: time angela when when is a better time in your eyes angela when
0: is when is a better time that um they're going to get coverage <laughs> on the fact that they're shouting for reparations tell us a better time it is the best time and we love this news we love it we love it as two mm-hmm. caribbean babes on this podcast we fucking love this news um yes yeah, mm-hmm. so the reparations reparations for all of us um yes. yeah yeah um, For all of us. Do you reckon they'd
1: spread across
0: here? Oh please! Like when by the time they, they spread the reparations cost, we'll get like two pound <laughs> fifty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally, it'll, it'll just be pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and like the thing
0: is, like they should at least run us back our tax that we've been paying t- until um, yeah. two thousand and eighteen. Mm. Yes. I mean I I know I was I know I never paid tax pre 2018, but I'm paying fucking tax now, so <laughs> I mean my my grandparents, give me give me my granny's tax. Like my granny, yeah. unfortunately, is no longer here with us. Give me look, pay me back her tax, her share of the tax. I feel like that's fair. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so we just wanna quickly touch on this. Elon Musk um, has bid to buy Twitter and I just thought it was, I just got a little article up where so Twitter is reportedly prepared to accept Elon Musk's offer to buy the company for 50, okay it's, it's like 41 billion dollars. Jeez. Um, that yeah, is a, a lot. So basically um, yeah and basically Elon Musk had secured the funding. Basically, he had secured funding for the deal after after he bought more than 9% of Twitter, which is like, that makes him like the biggest um, company shareholder of mm. Twitter. And basically Twitter, the whole idea was like, the reason why it hasn't been bought by Facebook, etc. Mm-hmm. Twitter, the whole idea from what I'm reading from this article, they had... Um, So they had originally I'm just reading from The Independent now It says Twitter had originally enacted An anti-takeover measure Known as a poison pill That could um, skipper a takeover Attempt by making it too expensive But apparently decided to negotiate Following an updated proposal From Mr. Musk So basically the whole idea Is that Twitter has made Twitter makes itself too, too expensive So no one can afford it So no one can buy it And own it all And take it over and that's the whole point, so now that Twitter is now in negotiations with Elon Musk because he has 41 billion to that he wants to to hell. buy Twitter, like I feel like we need to we need to actually like understand that this is actually quite dangerous, and why is it that Elon Musk wants Twitter why Why does he want Twitter? Twitter is space at the moment, which is not being controlled by you know what what's that guy's name again? Mr. Facebook meta? Metal guy, Mark
1: Zuckerberg.
0: Zuckerberg, Is that him? Yeah, that's him. That's him. So like, Twitter just being a space where it's just not controlled by that by that bitch, and now <laughs> Elon Musk wants to come in and buy Twitter. And um, I saw a very interesting tweet where it said, uh, "Did I bookmark it?" Sorry, guys. A lot of bookmarking going on um bookmarks. <clears throat> um so s- an interesting tweet from Capt Amazon. She said well, they said friendly reminder that Elon Musk told the UN that if they gave him a budgeted breakdown of how six billion dollars could end world hunger, he would do it. They gave him the budget and then he decided not to do it and, insi- <laughs> and instead decided he would buy Twitter for 45 billion. Um, so I feel like, look, so we spoke on Elon Musk back when he said that he um, he asked for the breakdown for you know world hunger we didn't see i don't remember that breakdown coming up that's why we didn't update on it um and like in that episode we weren't sure if we we weren't sure like what stance we had on elon musk all we know that is he's a billionaire we know that no billionaires are not exploiting people and um yeah so we weren't sure what, what our stance was on elon musk um now to find out that he got the budget of how the of how the UN would end world hunger and didn't pay his small, small six billion dollars. Um, however, he wants to buy Twitter for 45 billion. Like, I what what is this about? Why That's why,
1: why I, I think he was he was doing the dangling the carrot game. He was like, Oh, I can do this, I've got a lot of money, but mm-hmm. let me try and prove a point because that like, no one no one will come to me with a strategy that I'll actually agree with. So, yeah. like, he's, and just, apparently- he's not a moral
0: person. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently he's he like Elon Musk actually has so much influence on a lot of things. Like those times when he would just tweet about, he would tweet something about a company and the stocks will drop. He like he mm. has so much influence on the stock market. He could say one thing about about a company and the stocks levels will rise or they'll drop, and it makes such a difference. Like. The power that this man has, we need to be wary of the fact. We need to be wary of yeah. it, and especially wary that he wants to buy the platform that he actually uses that he can that he mm. has managed to use to that um, to go and influence the stock market. Like that's how much that he has that much influence already. Why? So what does what influence is he going to have being the owner of Twitter?
1: Yeah and it's strange Why he'd go for Twitter Because it's like Twitter I wouldn't say it's dying But I feel like It's best days In my head It's like It's best days are gone I can't see it doing much better But he's obviously Got something in mind But the thing is Is though Like that's from Kind of You in the sense of
0: how you use it And how you see it But with Twitter Because it's a place of words And how much power Like people have had Being on Twitter For example When we saw Trump's um, Like with Trump being on Twitter Also with um, You got with Piers Morgan Katie Hopkins And how people use it Like there's a lot of power with words And a lot of power in tweets And I feel like it, although, like, like I myself, like, I don't really use Twitter that much and stuff. Like, while we as just, while we might not see kind of what the value of Twitter is, Twitter has done a lot, which could like the same with Facebook, which actually has um, emphasis on how kind of elections can run. The same how like you got some governments, um, like for example, like in Nigeria, they'll shut down Twitter at times when like when they just want to shut it down and stop people from being able like Twitter actually gives such a connection to the wider world and there's a lot of control can come from that and I think that is an interesting factor
1: I also think though like there's a lot of countries that have banned Twitter and so it's like he knows that this this is one of the most popular channels in the western world at least so that's maybe may one of the reasons why he's gone through it. Because in China, in Japan, in that side of the in world, China- they use completely different channels yeah. to, to. But China what doesn't using. use any
0: Western any Western um, apps at all. Yes,
1: yeah, so that makes me think. Like whatever he's trying to do, that's not his target audience. That side of the world, he's trying to work with us or not work with us, but you know, influence us over here. Well, the thing about.
0: The thing is, is that because obviously like China, TikTok being the app of China, um, because TikTok is a Chinese app, like mm. the thing is is that it's all about data at the end of the day. And um and that and like guys, like from stuff that I've been researching and stuff like that data is becoming like a new currency so the more data you oh, own so the richer you are so this is the thing this is what a lot of these billionaires are trying to do when you've got um, uh, what's his name um, Zuckerberg with creating mm. meta um, and just trying to get more people on Facebook more people on meta apps etc like because Mark Zuckerberg is also trying to monopolize that market he bought Oculus which Oculus is the leading Mm. um VR headset VR headsets being the main thing to use within the metaverse so Mark Zuckerberg is also is trying to monopolize that that market the more people the more the more you get into these markets the more data you own Twitter how much data that is like do um how much data does Twitter have? Twitter has everyone tweeting, tweeting their thoughts, tweeting everything, tweeting everything that's happening. Just like how we've got so many different bubbles with black Twitter, Fiat 500 Twitter, Love Island, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Like that's data, data on more and more and more people. TikTok, TikTok has data and TikTok being a Chinese app. This is why um, this might've been, this is what I assume was some one of the reasons why Trump wanted to ban TikTok. It being a mm. Chinese app, they're collecting data on the Western world, whereas um, the Western world doesn't have access to that data um, within China because China purposely has their own infrastructure and their own apps with, like, mm. within within um, within like within their. Um, their communities and their and their population. Um, and they do that for a reason. And um, when I did research kind of like on digital colonialism, et cetera, and how there is this idea of these big tech companies who are trying to infiltrate Africa. Um, so you have got the big tech companies from the Western world, and then you've also got Chinese companies that are also trying to infiltrate Africa as well mm. to try and get their um like their devices, et cetera, on out there because um and facebook being like a really bad corporate where they um created free basics which was a program where you get access internet access for free however it was a very limited version of the internet and could be very biased because you'd only see certain headlines um Mm. as a way to try and get more data from um from places that Facebook and the Western world like haven't accessed yet. So I feel like this whole idea of Elon Musk and Twitter has probably got a lot more to do with owning data and yeah, that's there's, there's a it. lot more behind it. Um, yeah. And how are they going to be using this data? How are they going to be using our mm. data? We all freely give our data up to all of these companies whenever we do a post whenever we do whenever we like so whenever you tweet your thoughts you're giving more data like twitter knows like we're going to get onto twitter and all these things that have been happening in the twitter sphere but twitter knows all of you lot like twitter tw- twitter knows all the people who are um anti-black who are all of this you know like everything that we've <laughs> been kind of discovering twitter twitter knows <laughs> twitter knows twitter knows um Twitter knows that everybody hates black women. Twitter knows that because you guys have been tweeting it for for ten plus years. So, <laughs> and um, yeah, so like these are the f- yeah, and then so this is the thing. All of these, all of these companies have a lot of power, and but Twitter holds a lot of power because you're openly just tweeting your thoughts. Same with Facebook. With Facebook, just you're just typing out your thoughts anyhow and then Instagram they know what we look like they know where we're going they know where we're tagging our photos they know where we've been you know like everything Mm. so um yeah I feel like this is going to be more about data and how much data Elon Musk is now going to be owning and we don't know how they want to leverage this but just know guys that right now data is money data is becoming the new currency and we give our data every day (laughs) Mm. (laughs) so yeah it is it is but um yeah anyway that's enough on that's enough on that (laughs) oh okay yeah so um diana sent me this earlier (laughs) about um so there's this weird festival that i've
1: never heard of that. It's new. That's why it, Maya Dham has it's basically new. set up her own festival, which is called the Cling Kling Festival. And so, what does it was, she do there? She's she, just hosting it. Well, I think it. she DJs. I, I don't know if she's got acts there, but like it, is she it was a DJ? like. Yeah, I think that's one of her main. Oh, she used like, to be on um, Radio One, in it. So yeah, yeah, that's one of her main things. But yes, she um, she organised a festival or her team organised a festival which was meant to take place in Barcelona in I think the end of May and last week people that had signed up for the festival received an email saying that um, due to Maya's schedule being very busy, the festival has been moved from May to September and the the location has changed from Barcelona to Ibiza and everyone was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Because all of the logistics there, you've got to change your flights, you've got to change your hotel, you've got to change your annual leave from work. You've got to decide whether you can actually go on holiday in September or... like, It's just... It's very consideration. Yeah, no consideration of people's time and people's money, people's energy. Um, But then I guess if Maya is the like host of all of it, then she has to kind of be there. But it's just... Why why are people so unorganised? But the thing is,
0: yeah... like, because, okay, the festival was meant to be the the 20th to the 23rd of May, three days. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I don't know what she really had to be doing that she couldn't have pushed back a week because... I- like or just reschedule, shift other things around. This is very inconsiderate, and it affects a lot of people. And I mm. feel like it's just really not fair. Like they're trying to reimburse people by, well, yeah, you get, we'll give you an extra two hundred pound towards a boat trip, blah blah blah, boat party. And it's just like, okay, cool, but like, what is that? That what is that going to do for me? Like, <clears throat> you, yeah, like I you think- should have before you decide that you want to host a festival because of course she wouldn't have gone and produced this and put this all together like she's just the the face of it basically Mm. and okay fine so you okay so you're so much you're so much like how are you so much the face of this that you just can't be replaced like why like you know yeah
1: the only reason the only reason to cancel would be like a health related thing if she had an operation or like a family thing but it's like but then you'd get someone else i guess i guess and it would make more sense to be transparent about that as well and be like look i've got this going on but i don't know it's probably to do with work because she like, does seem like a very busy yeah, person fest? i don't think so i never went to them
0: no, I've never been like, I don't really like festivals like this. I went to Afro Nation. First the first time, it's the last time I'm gonna go to any festivals that are abroad <laughs> as well. Um, no, but not that it wasn't good, just that I'm just why am I flying out to go to a fucking festival when I can go mm-hmm. and actually see the place? But um Yeah, I don't know. I just it's very inconsiderate and it's very just like My time is better than your time. Like Mm. that that's just what I'm getting from this. And I'm just getting tired of these UK celebrities and influencers where it's just like okay, cool. Like, I'm sorry, if you if you have a prior commitment, like stick like stick to it. Why is it coming to the board? Okay, of course we don't know why it's been postponed. We don't know. However, like but why couldn't why like why couldn't my drama be replaced because it's hosted by her why couldn't Mm. you get another host because at at the same time it's just kind of like like i feel i feel like would people be like kind of like oh okay my jammer was replaced i'm disappointed because i wanted to see Maya Jama. however i'm still gonna have a good time with ex-host who's there instead like do you know mm. what I mean because this is a lot of effort for a lot of people to go and change flights and also to change when you're changing your flights you have to you have to pay money to change them so changing flights, cancelling hotels and like all of this stuff like if like it, and if people didn't get like the didn't choose the hotels with a free cancellation you know that's just mm. a lot of effort and I just yeah I, it's it <laughs> I just think it's just very inconsiderate it's just not nice people were like I'm sorry this it's a month away people would have been looking forward people would have been buying their holiday stuff getting ready ready to pack and whatever people have been looking forward to this people have like booked time off so now what n- not everyone can go and cancel the time off that they booked you know
1: like, yeah yeah it's annoying and even like with the Afro na- Nation they're doing one in South America and I think they changed the location of that they also mm-hmm. changed um, the light like, the main act so I think Burner Boy dropped out so they swapped him with Rick Ross and it's like mm-hmm. this is not what people are paying so for random. like yeah <laughs> literally it's <laughs> like, like what's he to that- do with Af- Afro music like <laughs> just because he's black <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> but like okay so that is very random however like an artist drops out yeah you replace the artist you don't yeah. go change the dates of the whole festival do you know yeah, what i mean yeah but um but it's just but the annoying thing-
1: like how they don't seem to be good over here with organizing festivals they don't seem to be good at it and i don't know yeah. why like have they all got the same team i don't understand. I don't know It's the same It's the same men Who
0: are like You know Tweeting about How much they hate Black women So you know Like like, What what do we expect (laughs) What do we expect Like Oh gosh Should we get on to that now Or do you have anything More to add But
1: Um Not to that I don't mind What you wanna
0: Okay Oh You wanted to talk
1: about Um
0: I don't know who the person is.
1: Yeah. Um, let me get this guy's name up. Hang on. So there is a rapper that I've never heard of. His name's Maino and he's from America. And, oh, I think I've got a video. I'll play the video because you didn't listen to it before. But um, he basically, he went kind of viral the other day because um, he was on a podcast talking about his sex life and he was talking about how his fantasy is to be in a role play situation with a white woman and he wants to play the runaway slave um he's a black guy (laughs) and he wants he wants to have sex with a white woman who'll pretend she's um you know the woman of the house or whatever yeah the slave master and um he he basically the question (laughs) he just randomly come out with this because someone on the podcast asked are you a freak and then that was his response <laughs> fuck it's like,
0: <laughs> okay are you um, a freak yes i want someone to treat me like a slave
1: <laughs> yeah literally so let I'm me singing, play singing this britney topic. i'm a slave for you
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants but right, listen to this because i was kind of shocked uh we might crop some of this out if it's too long
2: <laughs> what are you talking about that's all years. did bro. you like that huh no what was the role play
1: yeah the role yeah, play what was
2: the role this feels like it's gonna be so wrong it's so wrong I'm gonna tell you right now oh I've never god. talked about this uh oh oh shit I like to be like a runaway slave okay no a oh up? shit <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I like to play like a runaway slave okay I like what to play like a, a, diso- a disobedient slave with a white woman so tell me like what you say Yes, ma'am. was sorry. I, I, it's just two. It's, it's it's two of them. Like it's like me getting whooped, right? You get whooped. It's like like I play like you whipping, but most of them don't want to play like that. This is this yeah. This I was gonna mess. say, what white woman goes along with this? <laughs> they don't want to play like that. They don't okay. want this is my fa- like. God. Listen, you're going to act like <laughs> you're a master's
1: wife So yeah, that's part of it but then the rest of it he says that he likes when they call him the N-word but he said that they not many of them agree to doing that um, but he likes it Good. when they do that and um, yeah, I just found it all a bit wild and I listened to this um, podcast by and YouTube channel by um, a woman called Cat Black and she talks a lot about Um, she's in the BDSM community and she's a trans woman a black trans woman so her experience is so interesting and she just seems like such a cool person so intelligent and like knowledgeable about the topic and she's done a few episodes about race play um, because that is some people's kink like you hear it from him he likes he likes that but then um, Cat Black did an episode about how um, what her opinion is on whether it's racist or not if like a white person is involved and is fetishizing the person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Because obviously, it. yeah, like there's the whole hierarchy that the oppression hierarchy. It's like if if uh, if a white white man is, I've never experienced it, but if he's going after black girls because he wants to role play things like that, even if he has the woman's consent cat black was saying it is problematic because it's like race Mm -hmm. play kind of links to dehumanization and it's like they view um the person of color as an object rather than as an individual Mm -hmm. and it's like they're playing they're playing with and like having fun with like racism and racist like stereotypes um and what's what's interesting that this uh Cat Black Woman was talking about is that um, black men a lot of the time in the whole like BDSM community also um, are the ones to go along with it rather than black Mm -hmm. women a lot of the time say no Um, even Asian women Mm -hmm. with the whole submissive um, stereotypes they say no but black men Mm -hmm. are the ones that like to go along with it which is kind of interesting and like you hear it with him that's what what he likes Um, but yeah it's just strange because it's like this is some people's kink but and like we're told not to kink shame, but at the same time, it's like, but it's all rooted in racism. <laughs> it's not rooted in anything is, pretty. Is that I feel like
0: okay? This this is just this is just my opinion mm. on just kind of like the whole thing. I think that black men, um, as a whole, aren't used to being submissive, and it's mm. like with this whole idea of race play it's like this gives them a reason to be submissive so basically Mm. instead of just kind of like being openly like oh i like to be submissive i would like it if a woman did this to me stepped on me if they flogged me if we did this if we did this fetish play instead of that they need that aspect of No, I'm gonna be a runaway slave. This was the only time black men were Mm. degraded, and it was for a reason because they were slaves. Mm. So I feel like that subconsciously, and this has just come to me subconsciously, that gives black men a reason to play a submissive role.
1: Because interesting, yeah. There's
0: no other time when a black man would allow anyone to to be dominant over them you know Mm. like because of this whole male ego black male ego Mm. and stuff like that don't disrespect me don't like you know and all of this stuff because it's the same thing with why so many black men are homophobic you know this Mm. idea of um being black being a black man and being gay is like what the fuck because it's like you would let someone take advantage over you you would let someone be dominant over you and it's kind mm. of like this whole using the excuse of I want to be a runaway slave I want to do race fetish play gives them a reason where they can in their mind they can kind of actually feel okay in themselves with that the fact yeah. that they like to be submissive and that that's they would like to be the sub in a in a BDSM dom sub mm. sub setting, and that's kind of what
1: that's what yeah. comes into mind. Because even with things like um, like bum play and stuff like that, black mm-hmm. men you hear it on podcasts all the time. They're like, "Oh, that's gross!" Like having a thumb up your butt. It's yeah. like, like and yeah, oh, fair enough. People gay. don't like that, but yeah, like the whole the whole homophobia that jumps out. It's like there is there is an issue there where mm-hmm. black men feel like they need to overcompensate with the whole dominant the yes. dominance that that they kind of like hold if that makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah and the actual actually, stems I it from interesting. slavery yeah yeah it's yeah. true and it's like White, like i feel like men like this also need to keep in mind that the white women that are coming after them do not see them as people they see the black man yeah. as like a beastly like kind of character mm-hmm. rather than an actual individual um because but then as yeah, well, i just feel like it is all rooted in racism like yeah. it's, it's all a bit gross cuz even talking on what you just said about
0: um with black men what like why would they want a white woman to see mm. them as that but then it it all stems back to racism mm. and then this whole forbidden thing of oh the white woman, she's mm-hmm. the most purest thing and you know you'll do anything for a white woman and even just to the extent of like the the reasons why a lot of black men prefer to go and date white women when they're successful, etc yeah there, and degrade black women. and it all comes back to this power play and stuff like that because like a black man me- a black man, in in a in a situation where a black man is with a black woman, especially a dark skinned black woman, mm. oh, the black man is always dominant of that house. That black man can do whatever he wants, and that black man can assert his dominance. However, mm-hmm. in a situation when a black man is with a white woman, they're not asserting their dominance the same way because that white mm. woman needs protecting. That white woman, like, and you can't piss off that white woman in case massa comes along, you know. And it all stems <laughs> from slavery. And then I feel mm. like. And yeah, and I just think it's very yeah, it's very interesting. Just this whole take on okay, well, why would you like? Why is it that it's mainly black men who are going along with fetish play and race mm. play? And I heard um, even on two um, twos, I think Tutu's podcast, mm-hmm. I think there were they spoke about on one of the recent episodes how there was a guy who um, who was like sleep, he was sleeping with a white girl. And was doing fetish play. And then it went on to kind of race fetish play. Mm. And the guy didn't enjoy it. He didn't like it, but he didn't say anything. And he went along with it. And she was calling in the N word and everything. And he went oh, along with it. Jesus. And, and it was like, they questioned like, well, why did you go along with it? Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. And then even if we kind of think back to, um, I May Destroy You, when mm. when the, the guy who was gay decided that he would try dating women, he dated a white girl. And then when she was... Saying the n word or anything, oh, he he side eyed her but didn't say anything. But as soon as she said something homophobic, that's when he had a problem. And it's kind of mm. like, well, like no, like I like I don't think anyone is higher than the other. However, mm-hmm. why was it that your blackness is lesser to you than um than uh, obviously than you being gay? However, like I understand that mm. in that sense, him being gay might be higher especially when the black community tend to like tend to not accept gay Mm. black men and so even in that sense and I feel like that kind of brings a lot of that into it and yeah I just think that Mm. this whole fantasy um, of fantasy of race play just comes back to oh like I like to be submissive and I don't know how to do that in a healthy way where I mm. don't feel like that makes me,
1: makes me gay. <laughs> like, yeah. Which yeah. is very
0: stupid.
1: But what yeah. What I find interesting as well is like the, I actually think it's very, very common. Like we see it with dating in generally, but then when it comes to people's mm. sex lives, the stereotypes, like when people People assume that certain people are going to be a certain way, and that's kind of scary, isn't it? Because they might look at you or me and think that we're going to perform a certain way because we look a certain way. I just find that yes. crazy. Like, and it's like I I try not to do that at all. I go into situations just like I talk to the individual about things, and then whatever mm-hmm. happens happens. But like people, they they literally look at race, and then that's all they think about. They think that I think I don't know whether it's porn that's just made people assume that pe- certain people act a certain way or whether it's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know TV. I've, I feel like
0: um, I, I wouldn't even say like when it comes to kind of race and putting mm. those stereotypes on people, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's from porn or from TV, mm. but it's from like the soci- society, just how um, society has always yeah. adultified black, black girls and stuff like that. Mm. And then there's always been this stereotype of black, Black girls are loose. Black girls are easy. Mm. And I like even at the moment, I'm re- I'm reading Keisha the scare at the moment. And <laughs> um, guys, which like I know all for the culture and everything. But even reading that, it's like just this whole. And the author has an essay at the beginning, which I just encourage everyone not to skip it, just to to read mm. the essay at the beginning. But um, and where she basically talks on how. Um, when she was writing this she was 13 years old 13 to 15 years old when she was writing Keisha the Scare and like she can see like the kind of misogynoir and the anti-blackness that is coming through Uh, but then like at that time we all had it we all kind of had those stereotypical views of Mm. black girls oh black girls with a big bum oh they're easy black girls with their breasts out you know they're easy like look at their breasts all Mm. out like I could be wearing a high knock a high neck top and still be seen as my breasts are all out because the top mm. is tight and you can see my breasts through my t-shirt whereas like the girl next to me you can't see her breasts and then then the girl next to me would be told where your breasts where are your breasts at <laughs> you know like it's just like that like <laughs> you know and just be and i feel like just for so long black women's bodies have been policed and commented mm. on you know either either you're not enough and you're not you're not black, you're not the right type of black, you're not black enough because you don't have a bum, you know, you don't mm. look sexy, you're not looking at like that. Or you look like that and oh uh, yeah, she's easy, she can get it. Look at her big bum, look at her breast, look at all of this. Mm. Yeah, and then she's associated as a sket just because of how she looks, as in Keisha the Sket, like <laughs> if you read it. <laughs> um But yeah, like I've yeah yeah i can't remember where i got onto this but um yeah i feel like <laughs> it's more instead of from porn and tv it's more from the adultification and society of black women but then that mm. is also society is also portrayed in porn and in tv and yeah all yeah of that. So, so it's so, just like an yeah. outlet
1: to where people can like actually share their ideas on what, mm-hmm. what certain groups yeah oh, and as we know sad. porn is so exaggerated <laughs> so whenever yeah.
0: i'm sure whenever black porn was shown that would be exaggerated to the max mm. um mm. and as well like kind of the whole idea of like okay adultifying black women and black women being overly sexualized but then mm-hmm. also being shamed for it and black women also being mm. always being degraded and shamed and you're easy you're discussing your are loose look look you're, you're just worthy to be a baby mama and you know all of this bullshit mm. and that that also is plays into it and then probably is exaggerated through porn yeah
1: yeah interesting but yeah i'll definitely share um Cat Black's videos and stuff like that on our story because she is mm-hmm. so interesting. Like I've learned so much from from her channels. That like, she's so interesting. But yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: final topic. So last week, <laughs> last week, um, a lot of t- singlets were torn um, because a lot of men want to be act, acting stupid on, um, whose internet is it today? Beyonce's, Kelechi's internet. I'm sorry, like mm. Kelechi, Kelechi Nekof, Kelechi Okafor, she, she is our queen. We love her. <laughs> like
1: We, love we say her. this every week.
0: <laughs> Don't come moving mad on Benz Punani internet. Do not <laughs> be coming moving mad on a baby girl's internet. As she says all the time, she's a dickhead in recovery. She says it all the time, so like mm. she she is ready for all of you. And I don't know, I don't understand why you guys still just want to test her. Why why you guys yeah. are still you're still trying? But anyway, so <laughs> um yes, <laughs> <laughs> so basically last week, um, and I think it was 17th of April. Um, so there's a certain group a certain group of black men who reside in the twitter space who decided Mm. that they would make a twitter community thinking it was all private thinking that none of their (laughs) tweets would be seen by anything and um like and like the title was just like oh where they can tweet their shit in peace or some bullshit and so they were tweeting like a lot of Misogynistic A lot of um, And a lot of Anti-blackness And a lot of this And they decided to um, So Someone decided That they wanted to tweet Something about Alani Like if guys If you want the full details I implore you to listen To this week's episode Of Say Your Mind I'm even going to give you The episode number Um and as well, if you want further context, I've got the episode number of where this all started. So <laughs> <laughs> I implore you guys to listen to this week's episode of Say Your Mind When Spotify Wants to Open, which was, um this week's episode uh, was 195 called All My Sons. Um Yeah, I implore you to listen to that. Um, if you... Like, I mean, I am you to listen to the whole episode, but if you guys want to skip to where the where the beef is, um, like skipping hour into into the episode. And then if you guys want some background context, there's an episode, episode 65, I'm sure. I'm gonna double check. Episode 65, and it is called um Okay. Episode 65, which came out in 2019. And I remember when this episode came out, like, you know, it was the day, like the day before was a mad day on Twitter. Just <laughs> just another da- mad day on Twitter. Anyway, this episode, episode 65, called Timeline Terrorist. Anyway, yeah, I remember the week before, so basically um, on the 30th of September, because I've seen the old tweets, Kalechi tweeted, <laughs> <laughs> On the 30th of September, 2019, Kolechi tweeted, one of you should be careful how you tweet. It would be a shame for me to at you directly and ask you, where were you the night before your traditional wedding? Honestly, my DMs stay hot with Intel. And I'm sorry, she shut down the whole of Twitter. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So like, if you want context on that, and just to hear that the original dragging, Timeline Terrorist, episode 65 of Say Your Mind. Go ahead, listen. Woo. Um, yeah, and like that—that that was so funny because it was so funny when everyone was kept tweeting, being like, "Oh, even I'm questioning where I was." Like people would be like, "Oh, I'm Caribbean, and I'm questioning where was I the <laughs> the night before my traditional <laughs> wedding." Oh, I'm a woman, and um, <laughs> I'm questioning where I, I'm a I'm a woman and not married, and I'm questioning the night where I was the night before my traditional <laughs> wedding, which is hilarious. So, Kalechi... like anyway. So, the person. Who she was talking about? So, like, what I love about this is that it's just such a full circle moment. It's like mm. back in September 2019, I remember hearing all of this and thinking, like, oh my god, oh my god, like, what's going on? This is also mad. But like, she was like, she was being very gracious. She was very much like, yeah. look, I'm not gonna out you, but just know, don't mess with me. Like, and she and she was even like, look, this person is getting caught in the crossfire. However. Don't mess with me, and um, you know all of this. So I feel like this uh, this moment is very full circle, and I feel like I've I've got a conclusion (laughs) of something (laughs) that happened, which is just that I find it just very hilarious. And um, so now we have found out who it was who should be questioning where were they the night before their traditional wedding. And, basic, and what he was doing the night before his traditional wedding. So basically, um, this person, he is the person responsible for creating this Twitter space that all these men thought that they were so safe in being able to tweet their toxic masculinity and all that shit. And he's the person who created this Twitter space. And mm. in this space, um, further context, basically someone tweeted something about Aloni. Alani about how oh alani does this to get money from all of these like people whatever um to which someone responded oh her and Kalechi she should be exterminated that's fucking disgusting we are not here for it like how how fucking dare you start spreading hate and the hate you want to spread is wishing death on two dark dark-skinned black women who all they do with their platforms is empower people like i'm sorry aloni empowers women to actually to actually try and have some good healthy sex lives that's all she's doing mm. why are you guys so angry why are you guys so mad that all aloni is trying to do is make sure that the girls are having good sex like why are you so angry you must be angry just because you can't throw good <laughs> dick. Like that that's the only explanation. You must be angry because you don't know where the fuck the clit is. That's that's the only explanation. You must be angry because you think that you can just jab two fingers in a pussy and that's it, and um she should just be coming from that. Like <laughs> that that must be why you're so angry. You hate black women so much. Like you just hate the fact that black women would want to actually have some sort of pleasure during sex and you hate that you hate anything where black women mm. can feel any type of joy and you hate that it's coming from Olani who is a dark-skinned black Nigerian woman and I also think like the fact that because of like some of the men who are talking I also think the fact that they are Nigerian actually plays it plays into this because the idea of like a Nigerian woman who should be dutiful um, serve their husband like you know all of this like how dare how dare someone like Olani speak about sex you know, mm. how dare she encourage other women like herself have to have healthy and good sex lives? How dare she, how dare she do that? And I think that also plays into it. Um,
1: I find it weird oh. that they've created a safe space for themselves to just <laughs> be, be, be bigger, like be absolute bigger. Like they, they literally, every single group, I think it only existed for like 24 hours and they'd already... Said that they want to kill a child, that or that a child yes. should be dead. They also they was talking a load of homophobia, like it's yeah, like transphobia. You, lot, you 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 should be using these safe place spaces to talk about things that mm-hmm. men always bang bang on about wanting to talk about like about how, how they don't health, have safe blah, 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 spaces blah, 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 about blah, yeah, yeah about like, m- well, black men's mental health. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about your peers' mental health. Like you <laughs> no, really what don't.
0: Was funny? I saw a tweet <laughs> that said. Now the only thing the only thing good that we should take from this is that Slumflower was right.
1: <laughs> yeah, Slumflower has ghosted now. But- she will not entertain these men Literally, <laughs> or anyone. <but laughs> the thing
0: is, is that it's kind of true and everyone came for the slumflower when she said that she don't care about men's mental health. And it's yeah. like I think cuz to be honest when I when I first read those tweets I did like them because I was just like no what I mm. get what she's saying like she's just saying like yeah, I agree okay, men's mental health probably isn't the most important thing to her and as well the thing is is that we don't know what what hate from these same men, the Slum Flower has probably got gotten because yeah, um, they yeah. also were on her back too. But then, the f- mm. um, because because she was also successful, a successful dark skinned black woman, and they mm-hmm. were also on her black too. However, the difference was that the girls weren't fucking with her either, and yeah, that's yeah. you know, and like obviously we don't we don't fully like we've spoken bits bits on the Slum Flower and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, so like we don't. You know, well, we know parts of it what we've spoken about, but you know, it's just a bit of like, Okay, all right, we don't like there's there's other reasons why that the girls might not yeah. like her or whatever.
1: Anyway, yeah, however but, but generally sorry, can I just say with men's mental health, it's like for me, I care about the men in my life and their mental health, like mm-hmm. the individuals that I know, I care about their mental health. But it's like just generally, like the Men, men are suffering so much because of the patriarchy and because of the expectations yeah. that come along with us having the patriarchy. So like, what mm-hmm. are women supposed to do? Like, we can't do anything else. You can and create the safe thing. rooms and and break the taboo and everything else, but it, it'll break the stigma. But what are we meant to do? We can't mm-hmm. fix every problem. like Literally. And I think that's what the issue is, is that like, these yeah. men want
0: to shout about men, their mental health and all this stuff, but they expect women to fix the problem. And they no, they expect... Black women to fix the problem.
1: Yeah. And that's who they Even want to black fix their women problem. The most, like some of the most marginalized people. It's like, why should the people at the bottom be yeah. trying to help men from all, all across the board exactly. with their mental health while their
0: mental health is also suffering yeah. and probably at a worse um, rate? The thing is, why can't they help their own mental health? <laughs> so <Yeah>. they're always <laughs> chatting, chatting, chatting about they want safe spaces. They're always chatting, chatting, chatting about, oh, we should be discussing these things. However, we don't hear you discussing none of these things. You guys set mm. up your podcast and what you do, you, you cackle, cackle, cackle about um, women being ugly. You cackle about Body count, rape culture. Women. You mm. cackle about, you know, like you you just start shouting and just laughing at things that aren't at funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> about, how, about how women owe you sex if you take them on a date. That's what you guys have been doing with your safe spaces. And even with this one, you made this safe space, this quote unquote safe space, one day, twenty four hours, <laughs> and all you're doing in your safe space is is misogynistic, like violence, just violence against dark skinned black women again. Like, stop talking shit. You don't want safe spaces. Like, I, like the thing mm. is, is like, you guys, why can't you just chat in your WhatsApp groups?
1: <laughs> like, you know, but the. F- it's worrying that this whole male podcasting culture is actually breeding like a whole group of men that are incels. They hate yeah. black women yeah, and they will literally project violence onto them to the point where they're saying exterminate this woman. Oh, a transgender black girl should die. Like, or like she should not be yeah. alive. Like there's so much hatred there and it's not normal. And I think Kelechi said on her story the other day that she got in touch with the police. Like, although she doesn't really like the police, she got in touch with them. And it's like, we're Good. within our rights to do that because this this is not normal this behavior is not normal
0: but the thing the thing is though as well like Kalechi has every right to get in touch with the police and Kalechi, i was listening Mm. to black girls living today and they even spoke on how actually Kalechi's is probably the one black woman who has been doing the most for black men because the Mm. um, kelechi does workshops with the police force (laughs) which to talk about the racism and um yeah the institutionalized racism that the police has been putting on black people all this time especially black men i'm sorry i don't see none of you lot who are in this space talking to the police i don't see you lot talking about anything all you want to do is open is open your nasty mouths to shout about alani and Kalechi and how much you hate them and how much you you well you know how much you want them dead like that's fucking disgusting that's violent and yes collectively has every right to report these people to the police it's mm. disgusting and as well Me, like and ma'am. um from the twitter space Ugh. last week like we got a whole list of the people who were in this in this group mm. and um to like unfollow and stuff and also like some of the, some of the people like oh i'm i'm reporting people to their jobs yeah they Good. should be jobless. Like, I'm sorry, this is mm-hmm. disgusting. Like they're they're a menace to society. They're violent people and they shouldn't be here. Like they want to hide, hide behind Twitter, but no, like this is real life.
1: This is real life. Yeah. And you guys and these are the they types don't, of men. They don't they don't rush their tongues. Their fingernails are dirty. Like you can tell when they're typing, they've probably got dirt under their nails. They've yeah. never flossed a day in their life. Like these these are the disgusting types of men that they think they're entitled to women's bodies. They, they're just, yes. they're actually the worst of the worst. And I'm so glad yeah. I don't associate myself with anyone like that because it's yeah. fucking scary. And I avoid them like the plague when they're on these apps, these dating apps. I know, I can tell that like after one conversation or after looking at one picture, I you can just tell if they're this kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. Run, run,
0: run. Literally. And um, yeah, the thing is, is that like these people, they don't realise, like we've even mentioned this before as well about words um, having power. Um, mm. They don't realise that the words that they're saying has power and is very violent. And they don't realise that... <laughs> Kalechi, <laughs> Kalechi's been doing. It. <laughs> has a way with words, and they have fucking power. I'm sorry, like, how are you guys like? I mean, you even had a warning two years ago. No, mm. two, yeah, you had a warning two years ago about. I know where you were the night before your traditional wedding. For you to come again, and test this internet again. And now your business is all out there. Like, I'm sorry. And like, Kalechi, like, Kalechi even read, Kalechi read us all your tarot. Like, Mm. we know what's in store for you. She even gave you a date. She said, she said, June 2023, mate. Like, I'm sorry. Like, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I am sorry, but like, your words have meaning. What you're doing has meaning. You're, you just, inciting hate has meaning and there's consequences. So know what? Mm. Yeah, like I'm not sorry, just like whatever. But like you had two years to to fix yourself, but no, you decided to give us this this lovely full circle moment. like, I don't know this person. I don't know any of those people (laughs) in that group. However, like I'm all in your business now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the thing. yeah and like as well Everyone was talking on I'm just going to shout out some names So uh, The guy who does Knee Deep Pod So he's one of those people He was the one who was inciting hate Against Zaya Wade um, About mm. how she Should be killed Like disgusting And these aren't um, also teenagers
1: Like they're 30 to 40 year old men Like literally, that was wild <laughs> Literally these people are close to 40 Ill. Mm. Um
0: yeah, um, so there was him and also Disunomics, His name was coming all in and out, which like I followed him, um, because like he does do like good updates on like kind of politics and stuff. However, you know, like a lot is coming from him, but he's has a lot of kind of anti like um anti black woman kind of vibes to him, or like he does a lot where he's, mm. just, he's just not for the women, he's just not for the girls it like just he's just kind of rude and whatever, so you know what he got unfollowed like i don't need I don't need his updates like i've I've been following the news myself, thank you, and I can mm. make up my own <laughs> mind to, to politics now, you know, look at me with my own podcast bitch anyway, so <laughs> um yeah, and I just feel like. We need to stand in solidarity with um kalechi with olani and with uh, with with other black women who who like obviously we need to be who we need to be safeguarding against mm. these men these these nig cells that's that's the word that's going around now um <laughs> yeah we need to stand in solidarity with them because these these men they have been hating on black women for far too long they hate mm. they hate us and like the thing is why they, they might be married to some pick me's but they hate you too they hate us mm. with a passion like it doesn't matter where they stick their dicks they hate us and that's Mm. and that's the end of it and um we need to be standing in solidarity not not we can't be like trying to turn a blind eye because they're the ones who organize our raves because we want to be doing up kiki party we want to go dlt to find a husband no no Mm. like and if you want to be at dlt finding your husband out of that lot Oh I am sorry. I'm sorry baby. I'm sorry. Bottom of the barrel literally. literally. And I'm sorry like any men who go to DLT cuz um <laughs> you said any men well. who are waiting <laughs> who are who are sitting at that computer trying to get DLT tickets. Ew. Gross.
1: Is, it, is that an it? Dis-
0: disgusting such an ick i'm sure we said it was an ick last time gross because the only men who are at those who are at dlt are the men are, are these the are VLT's. the nixels because they've been invited there they, they had their tickets saved those the other men i'm sorry the, and then the other men who are sitting on the computer trying to get tickets well no,
1: you're not baby we're not finding our husbands at dlt babe <laughs> we're not finding them there because <laughs> mm. it's literally what someone said she was like um in in the whole there was this forum thing chat. afterwards with, with like people talking and this girl like she in come twitter on space, and sorry. she was like yeah the twitter space and she was so, like yeah, sorry well, context The twitter space was the space that was
0: called um colorist writer passage and that was yeah, the twitter space yeah. that we found ourselves in till so
1: she midnight. basically said that she said that um she doesn't want to fully disassociate herself with these men because they do sports podcasts and it's hard to find sports podcasts that, um, have a black cast or a black, a black panel. And she also said that she wants to still go to the brunches and the parties that these guys are going to. It's like, oh, get out of their asses. Like, like fall out of girl, these people's ass. Why do you want to be associated with these people? Yeah, like eat at home. Drink at home, like find something else to do. And but the thing is the race- though, like
0: we're putting these men, they just get up and make their events, you know. Like they're they're mm. just normal people. They just get up and decide, yeah, let's put on an event. Why can't why can't we do that? Like why can't the black women do yeah, that? Yeah, it's true. And all the men yeah, and, and all the and- men can come to the event. Why can't we just do that? Like why are we relying on these on these nig cells? For their events, we don't need them and their and their stupid events. Mm. We don't there's need them and their, their
1: crap DJ sets. Mm. And even even the podcasting thing, it's just like open your eyes. Like Vic sent a suggestion um, from Black Girls Living. She she mentioned that there's this um, black girl. Uh, black female-led podcast where they talk about football all the time. And it's like, Mm. people just need to go look in because you don't have to keep listening to these same couple of podcasts by men that just don't like black women. Like, you don't need to listen to them. Like, there are so many options, especially black British podcasters. There are so many of us, like, everywhere. I mean, but, like, I mean, we know you guys know
0: that because you found us, Mm. so... (laughs) (laughs) we know you guys know that already um thank you guys so much for like you know kikiing with us here um Mm. but yeah Yeah. like anyway yeah the excuses the, the excuses from the pick me's they're not good enough we're not taking them like we're calling you out you are a pick me and the time when you want to be defending men again over dark-skinned black women who also look like you know what like i'm sorry i'm sorry for you i'm sorry like but there's we can't help you anymore we can't do anything for you anymore um yeah yeah especially and when, even when like- you want to be debate when you want to be defending these people who are in a group of like people who like are misogynistic who are abusers who are
1: rapists like i'm sorry we can't help you mm we can't yeah and even mixed race women Asian women white women it's like we need people need to have higher standards like why are you yeah. why are people dating with and sleeping with people that are so hateful misogynistic or at least displaying a lot of misogynoir like what what do you gain from that like yeah please what do you pick the pick these people yeah like you gain nothing you just look like a fool stop yeah. it
0: yeah stop
1: it stop it
0: you pick me fools um mm. anyway I think that's it for us do you mm-hmm. have anything more to say no but I'm trying to think of an inject it like okay. I haven't got anything this week I was dreaming yesterday <laughs> and there was an inject it there was something that I really wanted to say and I wanted to try and grab my phone to write it down but I just couldn't because <laughs> I was in a so dream. tired <laughs> so that is stuck in a dream I think one day it all come to me but Um, I can Mm. go first if you want. Yeah, yeah. So my injector this week. Um, I can't remember if this was my dream or not, but my injector is like, let's let's protect black women. Let's protect Mm. black women at all costs, and let's do it in spite of black men. We don't need we like we don't need to be taking this shit from these black men and. The more you guys are worried about, oh, who am I going to marry? Who who is going to who is who what parties, what raves them and are going to go to. Like, the moment that you guys just stop thinking about pick me and how you need to be pleasing these men, like, you know what? The better. The quicker you do it, the better. Mm, we need to so protect true. ourselves. You guys are also in danger being around these men. You are in danger. Mm. These men are violent. Like if they can, if they're violent with words, they are still violent. So this is the real violence, not Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. This is the real (laughs) violence, okay? So, you know, when these black men want to just talk violence on black women and that's all they can do, but then they still want to stick their dick in you. That is Mm. the real violence. And we, and yeah, I just want to inject, protect black women from these, Mm types of black men and like yeah no i'm not even gonna say no the quote is protect black women from black men and that's going to be the Mm. quote because regardless if you guys want to start coming not all men know what then you're part of the problem if you're going to say not all men you are part of the problem like you need to understand Mm. that like you like if you're a not all men type of person type of man like understand that a real not all men type of man who doesn't indulge in these things won't be saying not all men you know they'll mm-hmm. they already know that they don't indulge in this behavior regardless they are yeah, already doing yeah. the work to protect black women and to be in solidarity yeah. with black women regardless so they don't need to be saying not all men they'll also be on the side of saying protect black women from black men they'll also be on that side mm. trying to protect black women from black men regardless of it if it's partially themselves so they are not going to be inciting that violence and and mm. learning from and from these things or if they're protecting or if they're actually sticking up for people sticking up for black women because that was another thing that Kalechi mentioned because um that that guy uncle k was in mm. was also involved in in the group he might not have tweeted anything but why are they okay with adding you to their safe space to be toxic and yeah. uncle k is a good friend of olani he's been on laid Bear, all of this he's a good friend of olani mm. and it's just like you were he wasn't there sticking up for her when someone mm. was tweeting Oh, Alani is this XYZ person. Then someone wanted to respond saying, her and collect, she needs to be exterminated. Where was Uncle K then? Mm.
1: He wasn't sticking up for anyone. So, and the thing, black women as well as a collective don't feel protected by black men. So that's mm -mm. why it's 100% true what you're saying, where it's like, um, protect black women from black men, because generally, like, black women do not feel. Protected, they don't feel respected. They don't feel loved, mm-hmm. and, it's and which is like why even... it was so shocking when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock,
0: protecting <laughs> Jada. Like, I'm sorry, you <laughs> know. I, I think and that's why everyone was so angry. Know. I still because <laughs> she was a black woman. Mm. Not to not to bring the argument back to the violence of the slap or whatever, but just like that's what the anger was. He he was in it was in defense of his black wife. No one's used to seeing black men protect a black woman.
1: Yeah, and I I just feel like I feel like if if an individual person is insulted by that, then that's their problem. Like it's not mm. no one can do anything about it. Um, I think mine is going to be something similar, but like it's going to be around. Um, like life becomes fun or a lot funner when you start to decenter men and move away from Mm. um, focusing on like the male gaze because you just start Mm -hmm. to enjoy life a bit more like yeah (laughs) because men men are not that important men are not that special men are not that cool or interesting Mm -mm. (laughs) no offense Mm -mm. some of you guys if you're listening you are but generally um no you're not (laughs) (laughs) but but generally i think Yeah, like when you start to just focus on yourself and the people in your circles, you don't care about going to events. Where are all the guys? Where are all the guys? Why do you care? Like, why do you care so much? Why do you want men looking at you all the time? Like, I get it, patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you've got to really break free of those shackles a little bit. Like, life becomes a lot funner when you stop caring. Like, Yeah, exactly. I think it's easy to jump back into that where it's like, oh, girls looked at me on this night out. I feel a bit shit. But like, it's it's so liberating to not feel mm-hmm. like you're constantly looking to be desired all the time. Yes. Um, I think that's why I like so. dating apps. Cause I feel
0: like in a day, yeah. a dating app just puts it all in one place. So when I'm out, mm. Oh, well I'm not looking for someone to be after me.
1: Yeah, that's you know? true. I've got my guys on the app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already desired in this area. But yeah, I, I think dating apps do help cause it's like separate. It's not, it's not. um Yeah. Like you're not going out with the intention of, oh, I really need to, I really need to pull. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not every day.
0: Just fight, look, mm. hoping someone will sweep you off your feet in person, guys. Like dating has changed, you know, how life works mm, change. I know what, you guys, you <laughs> do not like women, black women, especially, you do not need to settle for men who hate you. You don't. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's on that, period. Um
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was good. I like
0: that episode. Yeah. I did. And I liked your injector as well. It was really good. Thank um you. yeah. So thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Inject It Podcast. You can find us at inject it underscore pod on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on whatever, um, whenever we post it. Um, yeah, so yeah. That's it. I'm Alexandra. Mm. Um, oh, use the hashtag. Tweet, tweet us if you want to. If you're on Twitter, but like, you know, we know we know the people that reside on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, Can we know the guy who now owns Twitter.
1: <laughs> so you might not uh, want to be using that. Well, anymore. not
0: now. He's he's bid he's bid to buy it, but you know, mm. almost owning on Twitter. But um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm Alexandra. You can find me at
1: A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram. And I'm Diana, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Thanks for listening, yes. everyone. Thank you.
0: And you can catch us next week. Bye, Bye. guys.